Welcome to the listening show. A show you can listen to. <laughs> so anyways. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> you asked me to do a listening show and you couldn't wait all week for some reason. Why? What is it you have to share? Okay. I'm really excited about this one. Should we should we cheers toast to this? Oh yeah, sorry. Then, this reminded me. I um got whiskey glasses and ready to drink. We're gonna christen these. Yes. This is when I would switch to the shot of both of us, but I don't have a third camera today. We don't, but so you just just have to just, imagine the fire. Yes, cheers. My glass looks like his, but his has ice in it. It's good. It's good. I'm ready for this. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna rant today, everybody. It's only like a couple days after we did the last podcast. Internet drama is occurring, and I am am internet now. So here I go. (laughs) All right. How do I want to start this? It's okay. We got it all day. All right. Just be prepared. Sorry, you're going to be seeing me probably for a while. Feel free to interrupt me at any point. If it, if you think you (laughs) have. I was listening to cameras really fast. (laughs) (laughs) No. Feel free to interrupt me at any point. Okay. All right. So, do you are you familiar with the name Dan Avidan? It sounds familiar, but no. Okay, how about Danny Sexbang? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Game Grumps is what we know him from best. Yep. He is the lead singer of a band called Ninja Sex Party, uh, and he's co-host of that show Game Grumps. He's a very funny guy. I enjoy his content. There was a hit piece put out this week. About, I'm going to just talk about, I'm going to tell you from don't, the surface Don't feel level. constrained by, by my patience or anything. Just just take yeah, your time. I'm going to try to. I'm, just, I'd rather I'm, have too I'm much. so excited to get to the rant part that I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't want to spend time it's, telling the story. If you want to extend the foreplay, that's totally fine. I got okay. nothing to do. I got drinks. I'm the gonna, only thing that might happen is I have to pee, but I have all okay. day to listen. So don't feel, just take your time. All right. I want to take more. I'm going to do this more because I need to calm down. I'm so excited to rant. I'm just excited to be sitting down, which is dumb, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the listeners will have read the hit piece, but basically I want to tell you what the article said. It basically says Daniel Avedan, co-host of Game Grumps and, you know, YouTube creator, lead singer of two different bands, the one that him and Aaron have together and then Ninja Sex Party is, is, uh, Following a pattern of disturbing behavior of preying on younger women and manipulating them into having sex and then ghosting them, we have new evidence of such and such behavior from 2013, blah, 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 invited a fan out to his concert and then had sex with her and then ghosted her. So this, this hit, this hit, hit story is I'm reading all this and like, oh man, I'm so disturbed by this. I love this guy. What what is wrong? What is wrong with him? This is disturbing. She's so young too, and you read things like she was seventeen and when he contacted her, and then invited her to the show, blah blah blah, and then had his way with her, and then and then never talked to her again or whatever. And I was like, this is really gross and disgusting. I was reading this and I just felt like like sick to my stomach about this guy that I that I've just been a fan of. Um. But it didn't quite sit right with me. Something about the article didn't sit right. I was like, okay, I'm reading this. And it included the new evidence, which was a video. 
And the video, I'm going to just tell the, it's graphic, but I'm going to say the video. And it's a video that he apparently sent to her of him in the bathroom at a place that he's in. I think it's in Mexico City. He's at a concert venue. He's like, look at this place that I'm staying. He's showing his room and he shows the jacuzzi and it's a two-person jacuzzi. He goes, and look at this, a two-person jacuzzi. If you wish you were here, maybe we could fuck in this jacuzzi, is what he says. And you're like, oh, this is kind of gross. And it's the way that the whole article is written just makes you feel like, oh, gross. But something didn't sit right about it with me. And so I looked into it a little bit more and I was like, man, all this evidence and this is a pattern of disturbing behavior. I wonder what else he's done. And so I looked for a while and I couldn't find anything else. I, I literally just saw repeated this repeated story of the 17 year old girl who he contacted and then and then ghosted after getting his way out after a concert or whatever. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, I, uh, More or less. Right. I don't have a quick interruption, so you should just continue. Oh, this is good whiskey. It is. Oh, whiskey. Oh, whiskey. All right. So I don't see any of this other behavior that's reported. I just see more, lots of reports of other behavior. And, and as many witnesses have said, he has this behavior, and he's been manifesting it for years now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so Where? Where's the behavior? Or is it just people saying this is a behavior of his because he did it once? Or more specifically, yeah. are they saying it's behavior because they said he did it once? Right. Anyway. All this to say, um, yeah, I'm calling BS on it, more or less. That's that's the bottom line. But what I figured out is he did not contact a 17-year-old girl. A 17-year-old girl contacted him because she was a fan. And said, hey, I'm a big fan of your stuff, blah, blah, blah. When are you coming to my town to perform a show? And because he's a kind man, he responded something like, hey, we're hoping to come in that area at such and such time. Thanks for, thanks for always listening, blah, blah, blah. And then it shows, I'm looking through the, the, the texts that are, that are so damning. And I look at the first one, which was really kind, where he was just talking back to her. And she was being, you know, just a fan. Kind of smitten that, I'm talking to Dan Avedan. Wow. And then it gets to the sex, the sexting ones, uh, where he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, more or less, this relationship at some point becomes they start sexting together consensually, blah blah blah. And I look at the timestamp, and it's four years later. And I was like, okay, so something happened in between there. Maybe they got a little friendly at some point, and then this concert happened four years after she messaged him on Instagram when she was 17. She was actually 17 in 11 months. So she turned 18 a month after she mess- messaged him. And then apparently four years later, she went to a concert and he, she told him that she was going. And so in the concert, it's well documented on YouTube. He calls her out and he says, Hey, I heard it's my friend's birthday. Who's in the audience. Happy birthday. So-and-so at the concert and everyone cheers for her. And apparently she goes backstage and they have sex and then he doesn't talk to her again. Okay. That's the story. But I didn't, it doesn't, it, the article is not clear that this is the only evidence that we have of them meeting up. And it was four years after they talked and after he was just being like a, talking to a fan who was just a fan. Anyway, so it was kind of disturbing for that reason. I actually don't really want to defend Dan Avedon today. That's not like why I'm telling this story, but it's a good example of like something, the broader thing that upsets me about it. 
I think you can gather why I was upset about it. It was a hit piece. And what was interesting about it is that the more I looked into that hit piece, I realized that it was published the first time back in 2014. And they just changed the wording and added the video, which was of him talking about fucking in the hot tub. Um, anyway, it got re rehashed out and then thrown on Twitter. And now everyone's hot and he, he's getting absolutely destroyed on the internet right now. Everyone's talking about how oh, I'm so disappointed and he should be fired from game Grumps right away. Blah, blah, blah. He should be fired. I was, he was my idol growing up and now I hate him. He's so disturbing. He's another, another white man doing such and such in the world. How, how sad. And it's, it's, Anyway, after what I after reading through it more, I was like, of course people would read this and have the same reaction I did at first, which is like gut wrenching, like, oh, it feels like a friend let me down. But then you read into it and you're like, okay, just from the surface, from when I have all the information, this looks like a woman seeking status. And I'll go into that more because I want to define terminology here. In my opinion, The way I see things, there are three things that people are trading a lot right now in culture. And those things are sex, money, and status. Tell me if you have anything to add to this. But it seems general. I'm going to speak in general terms here. Sex is the thing that often men want. And they're willing to trade either of those other two things for it usually. Either their time, their status, or their money. And they can get sex for that. Women, on the contrary, like those other two things, probably a little bit more than sex. We all like all those things. Men want status and money, too. That's just as an example. I might say that status is synonymous with power. But and it status, could be, is, status could be money, too. They're, they're kind of, yeah, I get your three categories for sure. Sure. Sex, money, and power, whatever. Uh, status, call it that. Okay. Go ahead. So women generally want those other things. They want status. They want notoriety, and they want money. They want fiscal <laughs> How would you say they want to be, they want to be, they want stuff. Uh, This is very general. Again, not talking about specific people. So in the culture, I think my big problem, it boils down to women are fully allowed and in many cases applauded for their ability to manipulate the market with their sex to get those other two things. It's, it's, it's celebrated and it's propagated and it's actually indoctrinated. I would say on the contrary, if a man does the same thing with those same three things in reverse order, and he tries to get sex with either money or status, he is vilified and, and put through the ringer and everybody and it's, it's put down and I don't understand why. (laughs) Okay. So, so like literally in this situation, if you want to know why it's because if you are, you, your moral, Standing is determined solely on what genitalia you were born with. That's all. Okay, that's what part I'm saying of it. is that men are inferior to women, and that's not sexist. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being heavy on the sarcasm. Continue. Yeah. In any situation I can think of, if a man says, if a man, if a man admits that he used either his status or his money to get sex, <sighs> hell, even if he used sex to get something. If a man does anything, yeah, go ahead. Okay, but if he did that, he would be generally, again, there are obviously incidents of people getting away with bad things everywhere. Uh-huh. But on large, the culture would shame that man. Mm-hmm. He would either say that's something a bum would do is he'd pay for sex with money or he would use his status to get sex. That's just, that's manipulating women. That's 
that's grooming. That's what Dan Avedon was accused of. Grooming young women. I have a thought if you're not done with your rant. I'm not, but go ahead. Okay. Um, I think it's interesting how there's three uh, commodities, sex, money, and status, and all of us want all three. And Men tend to want sex more than women do. Therefore, uh, it has higher value for men, and women can sell it for higher, if that makes sense. Yep. But here's a really interesting and stupid, um, quick summary of the double standard. If a woman wants to sell sex, that's applauded. If a man wants to buy that sex that she's selling, he gets vilified. It's the same transaction, but only one side's in the right for some reason. I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, You see, again, on the contract, the opposite end is that women sell sex for a lot of money because it's valued highly to men. And they are plotted and propagated. It's like like this, I've already said that, but the main point would be this. He was accused of in this article multiple times of being a groomer. He grooms young women. He can, he uses his status and his fame to reel them in, and then he does all this really gross stuff with them. And then he puts them to the. He just lets them off the hook, and he never talks to them again. Knowing who that guy is, just from the outside, this dude was a nerd his whole life up till thirty something, and then he started being on YouTube, and he became famous doing that. And he became a rock star overnight. He went from literally being a, a nerd to over a couple short years being a rock star who's adored by everybody. And so that obviously does some weird things to him. Maybe he's, maybe he, I don't know. I don't want to get, into, I'm not here to defend him again. I'm just trying to use this example. He comes into all this status and doesn't really know what to do with it. As some, you know, sometimes people do. And if he wants sex, he would, he would think, oh, well, I'll all, all women want to do is have this status that I got now. So yeah, I could give them this status and I could get sex. It's great it's all for all of us. I don't know. I'm not trying to excuse it. I think my main problem with it is the double standard. Because if you flipped it the other way around and you said, mm-hmm. instead of grooming a woman who is 20 something hot goes and marries an old man who just has a ton of money, she's applauded for it. Even if she leaves that marriage, having fully, you know, milked him of his money and commodities, it's is that not predatory behavior? Grooming is obviously predatory, right? You an old man convincing a young person to do something—that's disgusting. And I can't all that. Bring myself to bring up the cynicism and sarcasm to argue with you. Quote: Argue with you. There are many examples of that. A more extreme example would be a. If a male, t- male teacher sleeps with an underage female student, obviously horrible. But if you flip the roles around, if a woman sleeps with an underage boy student, it's not a big deal. And she will less of a big more deal. often than not, more often than not, suffer far less consequences than the men would in her position because our society and courts tend to favor women. But who cares about the facts? Continue. I think that if you... If you are a Twitter person who is on there right now screaming at Dan Avedon and at Game Grumps, you know, saying to fire him right now for behaving promiscuously, which I'm not here to defend the act of having sex with with a person that's younger than you by 10 years. Yeah, it's not really about him. It's, it's not just really a, about an that. example. I'm saying you. these are your standards I'm talking about, country, culture. This is your standards. If you are actually holding to them the way that you 
you proclaim and you claim that you do. When a woman does that same thing to an elderly man and uses her sex to get his status and his money, why aren't you canceling those women? <laughs> because equality, <laughs> people only want equality when it benefits them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say to those people, stay cynical. Don't be stupid. And I hate, I want to be mean. Most of us will assume or believe anything we hear at any point without question. I think sure. that's a problem. I was very you close to question that. Everything always, always question things. Mm-hmm. That's called thinking. I want to be condescending, but question everything is what I want to say to everybody. Do you think I? Do you think I diagnosed that properly? There are three commodities. Well, I like the, the three commodities. Uh, I don't understand why it is that women can use sex to whatever end they desire, get all the status, all the money they want, and it's applauded. And if men use either of those things that they worked for, perhaps harder than women do for their sex, because they literally just have to be women to get sex attention. (laughs) You have to actually work as a man to get money and status. I'm using your rules here. Wouldn't it be applauded even more if he was able to use things that he worked for to get things that he wants? I uh, this is, by the way, obviously... Forget, forget all, Dan for a moment. We're, forget we're Dan, talking yeah. talking gener- generally. So why is one applauded and one d- so demonstrably just... just I, I don't... It, it baffles me. It yeah, frustrates what me. What I... I've always... You're trying to ruin a man's life who's actually a good man. Genuinely a good man. I believe that. Even if he was... Even if he's made mistakes, I actually think he has a good heart. By the way, if you made a mistake, it doesn't matter. It's over. He already did it. No, no. I'm saying in general, if you're famous or on Twitter, if you, if you, even if, even if you did something wrong, oh yeah, it doesn't matter it's if you're sorry time. for it or if you've been good since. It doesn't matter. You did a bad thing, therefore your life is over. It, it doesn't. Nothing matters. No second yeah. chances. No changing. None of that. Oh no, Being you can't cynical, do that. You're always one thing yeah, unilaterally that we know about. Which oh, oh, it just man, blows my mind. I don't want to be bitter, but man, it. It. This whole episode is about being bitter. By the way, I know, I know. I said I don't want to be, but. This go. is our time to indulge, and this is yeah. our audience. I think our audience is eighty percent male, from our from our um, statistics that I've read. And so, all you guys out there can just listen to this. And be like, fuck yeah, I'm with this guy. Something I've always wanted to do. Are we ready to start crapping around, going back and forth? Yeah, I want to keep around. talking. Oh about yeah, this, we will. But we'll keep jumping around it. I don't, not him, but double standards. That might be what I want to call it, because I want to make it as general. And is hopefully as accessible as possible to, where people can understand what we're talking about. We're sure. not trying to say one thing is right or one is wrong as much as saying things how they are. That's yes. all I'm doing. Um, I've always wanted to have a stand-up routine or something that tells a story. I don't know why I asked me stand-up, but I want to tell a story about how one person's wrong or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the twist is that it's that's the guy and that's the girl. But all along you assume this because of our double standards. Yep. There are some clever commentaries like that. Um, when you become aware of, I guess, in some cases, you become aware of your biases, what you want to call them. So one of them was, um, did you see Get Out? I did. So at the end, um, I'm spoiling it. Uh, the protagonist is a black man, and he's assaulting a, a white girl, and a cop pulls up. Well, this girl is the villain. He's, she's literally trying to murder him, whatever. The cop pulls up, and he just kind of like rolls his eyes like, shoot, it's over. The cop gets out. Turns out it's not a cop. It's his best friend who's there to save him from this murderous white girl. But you as the audience assume, well, he's black. He's beating a white or he's he's with a white, white girl. Obviously, he's the perpetrator. It's like, ah, clever of mm. them to call that out. 
Yeah. Um, it's not that you necessarily think that a black man would be the perpetrator. It's that we think society says that, which is interesting. Anyway, yeah, I want to tell a story like that about the double standards between men and women to make some things clear to people who don't even aren't even aware of those things. I was using, we are going to go back and forth on these double standards, man. It's uh, pretty frustrating, and I want to be able to come at it with like a fun comedic, yes, laugh it off sarcasm because it's too bitter otherwise. I don't know that I can. It's just I don't so, know either, but that's why so, I like it's so septic. It's just so, it's <laughs> what a great word because I think you told me you said I don't like the word toxic, but I was like, wow. I absolutely agree. I hate the word toxic. I think it's overused, but septic is the new toxic. <laughs> <laughs> it just describes what I mean. It yeah. literally has been sitting. It just sits for so long unnoticed that it just accumulates this gross bacteria and stuff. It's, it's the double standard. Maybe it's been for all human history, but now that there's Twitter and now that people can take things at face value and then just agree. I'm okay. I, and I don't want, I don't, I don't want to do this rant just to, just dump on all these people who read this article about Dan Avedon and were like, what a terrible person. He's a manipulator and he's a pedophile. He only wants young girls, blah, blah, blah. The fact that I couldn't find anything else about any other girl this ever happened to. I'm not even excusing the fact I, I'm, I want to talk about this in a biblical sense at, at some point too. Can I say something hopefully in a more succinct way? Okay. In the, the age of everyone having more information than they've ever had access to, with that much information, by extension comes misinformation. Mm-hmm. All right. And please, responsibility. Please stay cynical, people. Question things. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. I was the fortunate, one of the fortunate few, and there were other people that made the same observations I do. On A lot of the people who still watch that channel on YouTube, I was looking the last two days, because this, this hit piece came out two days ago, re-came out. It came out once before, but... I read the comments and almost all the comments were supportive basically saying, yeah, we know they're trying to get you, but good luck. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, good luck. Cause, cause it is rampant right now for him. Fortunately he could be, I happen to know that he just avoids all social media now. So he might not even know this is happening, but I know that his boss Aaron does. And I hope I just pray that he doesn't give into the freaking pressure of this. Yeah, I I'm so terrified right now that Aaron's going to say, "Well, the mob wants you once you dead, so sorry, I'm going to cut you off." And I can't imagine that would happen because they're friends. Oh, I got some things to say. Go ahead. You know, you can so, see my what I'm afraid of. Oh, there's so many fears, but to that point specifically, you can't give in to the mob. So if you're worried about Aaron firing Dan, that'd be the wrong move. Specifically, if Aaron knows he's innocent, which he'd probably in in this in this. Uh, What's the word? Hypothetical. Let's yeah. say hypothetically, he needs to fire him. Hypothetically, he knows he's innocent, but he wants to satiate the mob, please the mob. So yep. fi- that would be the wrong thing to do. Appease. So, yeah. Thank you. Appease the mob. So an example of that recently with mob mentality, and Twitter's the second thing, but uh, a recent example of this. Do you have Amazon as an app on your phone or Amazon Prime? Mm-hmm. Did you? Okay. Did you notice they changed the logo recently to a cardboard box like the with the blue I tape? did. I thought that was really cute. Um, it used to be like the smile. Like, oh, it's cute. It's the Amazon box. Whatever. Uh, I may have noticed this subconsciously, but they changed the box after they changed the box. Like, on they changed it again. Do you know what they changed? No. No. Well, it's uh, the side of a cardboard box, and there's a square. Uh, there's a blue 
strip of tape on the top and it has that tape cut out, you know, the etching, the, yeah. the jagged edges. Well, the, the Twitter mob attacked Amazon and accused, it said that resembled too closely Hitler's mustache, the jaggedy edge on the tape. And so Amazon went, we're sorry, we see how it looks that way. So they changed the tape to look like a folded piece of tape. So that would be the wrong move because what you just shown the mob in quotes, and that's putting them in their best standing because they're less than a mob. They're anyway, what you've just shown them is that you will bow to something as banal as that. Now you are a slave to, well, not very reasonable people. So if Aaron does that, that mob will get worse. They win. They were, they win. It'll get stronger. And you're encouraging essentially. It's like, it's like discipline. It's like if your dog, jumps before you give him his treat and you don't want him to and you give him, he's just i can just i don't know yes it's Whatever. that yeah those two and then twitter i got rid of twitter years ago because i started to realize what it was <laughs> and i'm glad that he doesn't have social media i kind of have to have social media aaron does kinda, have social I media wish so I could he's not, seen all this i kind of wish i could live as not really in the woods but i wish i could be distanced from this social media stuff because it's not real Mm-hmm. Uh, not much good comes from it. Anyway, those two things. Now carry on. The mob. Uh, Sorry, I'm thinking about like 20 things. Back. Yeah, I'm just trying to jump back on kind of what we were talking about. So it's just so... it's It feels hopeless because there's such a huge amount of people who yeah. are ignorant. And when... Including, like, I I get it because the gut reaction when I first read that stuff was Dan's a bad person and he has been this whole time and I didn't know. And they do a great job of just conveying that point. Boom. Hit article. And then just a tiny bit of scratching just to see if it was just hollow. That's metaphorically. It was just like you scratch at it and then it just caves in because you realize there's nothing to substantiate this. I'm not even saying that he hasn't been predatory at times. Maybe I'm not trying to, I'm not a character. I'm not be trying to be a character witness for a guy I've never met personally. I would say if I had to go to bat for this guy to save, to save him from jail time, I would a thousand percent just because of what I know about him. Well, but I, as a lawyer, you should, because there's no evidence against him. There's nothing. There's nothing, but that's still enough to condemn him. Everybody I want to talk about everybody. Obviously when, as soon as they see, wait, this was four years later, this sex that they consensually had when she consensually went backstage and had consensual sex with this guy, which is your rules, by the way, I'm not even talking about biblical rules, which is like no sex before marriage. We can talk about that. Eventually I'm talking about right now, your own rules say women are powerful enough to make their own damn decisions. So this woman was 22 years old, a legal adult, she could drink, she could go to the military, she can do all that shit. And she chose to do this with this guy, thinking, uh, this is my presumption, I'm presuming this part, that she's going to achieve status. She's going to get this relationship with this guy, maybe. I don't know what, I or don't know not. what her... Or not. Obviously not, but she was bitter enough when she didn't get to continue the relationship that she went straight to Reddit, she went straight to Twitter, she went everywhere else and started complaining about how terrible, terrible of a person he is for ghosting her. And maybe he is a terrible person for that. I, I, I'm not here to do that. It's just, it's just well, you the should do, blatant. I think to make your point is do away with him specifically. 
use generalities because your point can still stand. We're just trying to point out the double yeah. standards. Sorry. I think that would no, no, no. I I get your frustration, and you like him personally, and it makes you sp- charged. But for the yeah. purpose of our but conversation, I, I generally think we, I'm upset about this because yeah, this keeps but, happening. But to I different think people. I think our points could be better bolstered if we didn't have to. You're have right. A, yeah, you're right. So mm. just the cancel culture in general. It's so stupid. It's it's predicated on the idea that justice is superior, and that's just not the oh, fact. I, Mercy I wish is, I had a note. I don't like writing, but. There's several topics I want to talk about. Passing judgment. Oh, man, there's so many. Well, I might as well just do that one since I have like five in my head. But passing judgment, since I can think of that one. So say someone, you think someone does something. All right, well, the order of operations, I think that is the right way to, to, to work, is to first of all question it. Assume you don't know everything. Assume what's being presented to you may not be true. That's all. And then, even if it is true, are you actually, do you think you are in a position to pass judgment? I think most people fail these first two steps. Because if you look at yourself and go, I've done just as bad or worse, who am I to say, oh, I'm going to condemn this person? Which I think is the case for most people on Twitter, as an example, or the mob, canceling or passing judgment. They're no better. They're in no position to do that. They have no moral high ground. But because I found someone doing bad, I'm better than them. That's not how it works, especially if... Use the example of four years ago. That's nothing. People get fired for something they wrote once on Twitter 10 years ago. Nothing matters anymore. So, yeah, passing judgment. That's that's that one. Question everything and then question yourself next. Something I saw, and I, this blew my mind because I was like, that is so subtly racist, but it's your own thing. This is maybe about another topic, but... You know about the hate crime, the Asian hate crimes that happened down in either Georgia or Florida, and I can't remember. I don't think so. There was a there was a there was a murder. I think a series of murders. I I actually don't know, so forgive me. But I know that there was a, a hate crime done against the Asian community. It probably had something to do with coronavirus because of some stupid China thing, or some ignorant some other ignorant. It was person. ignorance. Yeah. What whatever. That the point is is that Asian people were hurt. The community was hurt. <laughs> And so someone created this poster and it was supposed to be in like good unifying. And it was of two hands holding each other. And it was a graphic that was in two colors, yellow and black. And it was like, we're here for the Asian community. Black lives still matter. Uh Two colors, (laughs) yellow and black. I was like, that's racist. (laughs) That is racist. You guys are, what is wrong with you? You don't recognize your own subliminal racism by your rules. That's racist. That's true. But also maybe this isn't a very good connection, but imagine it's like a pink hand with a yellow hand. So it's back from the feminist community, whatever it is. And so it says we're with you, uh, female power or something like that. Like, what does your, your great status have to do with these victims? It has literally nothing to do with it. It's just propagating yourself and virtue signaling. And it's racist. Black lives still matter. What does that have to do with the victims? When Asian people were killed, what the heck is wrong with you? People are so stupid. They're feigning so much import. That's like Geico. We support the victims. You can save fifty percent more on car insurance. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what that is. Oh my god! Trying to sell yourself on it someone is, else's. Mm. It is mind-numbingly painful to watch these it's things hard. because Oof. this this post about the whole Black Lives Matter and the Asian we're here for Asian people. Blah blah blah. Hands holding. All supposed to be very inspirational. Uh-huh. It comes from the same people who make all these stupid rules about. About 
anti-chauvinism and, and anti, anti-racism and want you to go through all these loops and whatever. So be, become a good person. You know and if you're ever at any point, contrary to any of their rules that they can make up whenever they want, you get, you can get your life ruined. It's, it's the same people. They made it. I, you guys made I it. Do you not your frustrations, see? but man, we're going to be here a while and I'm okay with that because <sighs> I have time, but there are many things to pick apart. One, two, two things. One thing is, no, two things. One is it's very hard to stay jovial because this is very, this is very discouraging so and hopeless and yeah, yeah. World, the world sucks. Number two, um, sometimes it's funny or interesting to have a thought experiment to follow these rules out to their end. So one example is guys, in some cases, can be accused of sexual assault for looking at a girl. Just looking. That's that's that can be. I'm not saying it is. Depends on the country too. A jailable offense. If this progresses down these rules, you call them. If we progress this way, it could get to a point where a guy and a girl are passing each other on the street, and the guy just has to look up and look away. And I and then someone posed the question: Women, is that what you want? Is that what you want? I have a, a story yeah. about that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, was at work, and there was a there was a lady in her sixties that I worked with, and a lady in twenty five or so. They were talking to each other. The 25-year-old is detailing out a story about how a guy in public was staring at her, and it made her feel creeped out. Um, and I said something like, all right, I've got a story for you guys. The guy you like comes to your window. You're in high school. The guy you like comes to your window, throws a rock at your window, and waves <laughs> high. He's outside your window. What do you think? Like, that's cute. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Replace the guy you like with the guy you don't like and the guy you think is nerdy and creepy. They're like, I don't like that. Like, the difference is the person. Well, it's funny. Do one of them you think is beha- attractive. The behavior is bad unless they're attracted to that person. Then it's okay. There's it's, a lot of there's a lot of jokes in comics like right. that. Like uh, all the, the strip comics, female work, co-worker. Hi, Jan. Like handsome guys. Like, oh, hi. And then there's the old, uh, uglier Fed a guy, hi, Jane. He goes, oh, human resources? Right. You know, it's the same joke, but that's... I said, replace the guy that was staring at you by chance at this mall with yeah. a hot guy. What do you think? They're like, oh, I'm shy. The I'm point like, is, go. it's out of their control. It's you who's determining arbitrarily if a guy is good or not. They're doing the same exact actions. Mm-hmm. Those are not good rules, but whatever. This is fun. I'm okay. I'm sorry that the mood of this. I don't like complaining. Yeah, I don't generally. like it either. But uh, I, I hope also, this is I am having. I am having fun though. So I that's the important thing. This feels cathartic. It feels it. like I'm getting this <laughs> off my chest. I've been holding this in. <sighs> Maybe all guys will feel that. Yeah, he's saying what I want. Hey, I want to talk in, uh, generally again. I want to talk about. Gosh, gosh this could go on for, for like four or five hours. Um, I don't, I don't really want it to. I think it'd be kind of silly, but also who would listen to that? I don't know. I'm curious. So ghosting, I kind of want, I kind of want to talk about that. So a lot of these things, okay. Remember I told you I want to write the bachelor code of ethics. Yes. I finally wrote some stuff down today. This is me thinking of a pyramid and then it's coming out in my fingertips. These rules for men and women, wherever you want to call them, they really should come down to what I would consider a level of human decency, basic human interactions. Yeah. Um, so my op- my mode of operation is I live under the assumption that men and women are equal. Men and women are different, but they're equal. Uh, equal but not the same. That's like two plus two 
and this and two to the power of two. They're two different things, but they 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 have the same value. But they they work differently. They're different. It's a it's a red one plus a yellow one. They're both ones. They're just different colors. Sure, ones. whatever you want to put it. Whatever. So number one, when men and women are the same, everyone is equal, and that's it. And then everything would be easy after that. You have to understand and respect the differences. But if you want to say that women are two and men are one, uh, or women are equal to two and men are equal to one, men, women are better or men are better. Who cares? It goes both ways. That. That's a bad way to live if you think someone's better or worse than you by virtue of uh, the genitalia they're born with. Genitalia or any of the other. Or whatever. Whatever factors. It's humans. Yeah. So it can, like, if you can, you can, to a degree, you can eliminate the sexes because it comes down to human decency. So more, more in most cases, more, if not all cases, what applies to one applies to the other. So in the case of false accusations or ghosting whatever it, it goes both ways because both people are have equal value and you should respect the other person that's why double standards pop out everywhere when you create these rules saying that men and women have different are ones better than the other which is called sexism but i want to make a good joke about that where the punchline you think it's going to be a guy but it's a girl because the double standards <sighs> i have to I have to give my speeches and spouts because there's so many little topics I want to rant about. I got to keep going. You back were talking about ghosting originally. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, human decency. Uh, that's probably not a good thing to do. Adults should be able to say, "Hey, blah blah blah." Something courteous. It was nice talking. Whatever. I really want to just be on myself, or or just be honest. Damn it. Worst thing you're gonna do is hurt their feelings, which is better than hurting their feelings and doing something wrong, which is ignoring pretend they don't exist i think that's the right choice there are more extreme forms of that but anyway i don't want to talk about it anymore right now i think i mean <laughs> we could get into the biblical perspective of all I, this i am interested in that too i'm not not as much as i'm interested about everything else well i because i care about it i would like but to. you can do whatever you want i'm just from a strictly biblically moral perspective even what has been admitted to in Dan Avidhan's story is wrong. Because whatever, you know, sexual immorality, whatever you want to call it, manipulation, maybe. Um, I don't think you should manipulate anybody regardless no. of who you are, how old you are. You know, that's just like a human decency thing, but go I on. I think the thing, the, thing, the thing that is interesting about all this to me is that everybody is so steadfast on holding on to the cultural standard because this is ours and we made this and it's good. When it's like, you know, if, if these people would have adhered to a better standard, perhaps the biblical one counts in this yeah. scenario, this problem would be avoided entirely. You know, I mean, that's not to say that everything's so simple. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. It's a good question. It's like, hey, what if our values were better? It's like these people are freaking surprised that a man whose alter ego's name is Danny Sexbang enjoys sex with women. What? A man that enjoys sex? His, he, he what a horrible person. He named his band Ninja Sex Party. Which means he's quiet about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's very, he's just a really conservative You need to leave guy. him out of, or not lead to, you should, but you go out. Like, how shocked are you about this, people? It's just so dumb. I mean, by your standards. I, I actually, yeah. I'm not even here to, like, critique Dan for. But see, people are ignorant, and so if they're going to be ignorant to what anybody does in their personal life, which would be the right mode of living for both parties. It's not their business. Yeah. 
then then they're not wouldn't be affected by things that they didn't do. I don't know. That's not very poignant. I think I want to go back to the three main things: the sex as a as an, a commodity, money, status. Those three things. When you look at those things from a biblical perspective, they're all the same value. They're all equally unvaluable. Yeah, but men and women are different, and so they value those things differently. They it's inject like, their own value into it. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's and like a so car is value worth, like a car is worth more to a guy than it is to a girl, typically on average. Status, like whatever. I mean, just different. Th- something may have different values. Uh, what's a better example? Um, how oh, I, I want to get to. I think I it's going to get redundant. I just want. I'm, I'm interested in this. Basically, the idea, the biblical idea, is that those things don't have any value. Is that they fade away? They're mm-hmm. temporary. And I like the. I like something about that. Even even div- divorced from the biblical aspect and the Jesus stuff, mm-hmm. I like the idea that those things don't have value. If you treat them as though they don't have value, they can't ruin your life. Well, you give them value. I know. I'm. Not, I'm. I. I know. That's all obvious to me. I'm not talking about injecting value into pointless things. I'm just pointing out the fact that if you treated them as though they were pointless and you lived for a higher ethic, you lived for achieving different things than sex, money. Status. Those are three of the things. There are many other things. You avoid all this drama. You avoid all of it altogether. And part of the, I don't want to just sound hopeless and upset. I mean, I am all those things. <laughs> um, more because of, again, not just because Dan, but because I've, this stuff has been happening for a while to everybody for like no good, no reason that when you dig it down, it's <sighs> good reason. There's no place in cancel culture for mercy or grace or second chances. It's if you ever messed up once. Or we think that you did. That even that. Even worse that. But I'm just saying bare minimum if you've ever done anything. I'm not even talking about the people who are accused of things who might be innocent. I'm talking about you actually did mess up. People, those people. Because they actually exist. and They're everywhere. Because all of us have messed up. Mm-hmm. When they catch you messing up the only proper response is complete and total judgment. As far, as far as we can bring this judgment, you should have no future opportunities. That is, it's so ludicrous and evil because you don't realize that you, that's you. Yeah. That's you too, dude. They're just not cameras on you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. That's what I said earlier about it, passing judgment. It just broke my heart going through Twitter and seeing everybody just, just that's happened. It has been funny. So many like you times. can laugh at. No, no, no. The the one of the people. When you go, I'll call them cancel people canceling somebody, and then that very same person got turned on by the cancel culture for something that they did. And like, why is no one defending me? Like, you literally just did this. It's a good way to change their mind. No, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's too late, and it doesn't change what's wrong. But it's yeah. kind of funny from a third person perspective. If that, I can't think of who it was, but it was kind of funny to hear about. It's like I, you. That's what you believe in, apparently. So, what are you complaining about? I know. I just mean deeper than that. It's just there's there's a there's one surefire way to avoid all that junk. And it's just sure. to be good. <laughs> it's just to be. It's to no, follow a sorry. different ethic than not the even that. Not ethic. even that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna make this more hopeless. There are many examples of guys being uh, falsely accused of rape because it was proved otherwise by by evidence in the court. Other and after the fact. But the damage is done. They serve they, 25 years or whatever. They serve whatever time, pay whatever fee. They can't get a job. It's over. It's over. And everyone just has the stigma of what they were accused of. I know. There is no justice process. It's just 
malicious. It's just completely malicious. Now, yeah. in those examples, obviously bad things do happen to people, and those things should be sorted out in the most ethical, ju- ju- justice-oriented way, court, mm-hmm. we want to call that, way possible. Um, but that's not how our world works. But I will say that is true. People who are completely innocent, maybe about such and such, they can get accused falsely. That I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's a certain behavior you can adopt. It's very conservative, and I don't personally adopt it because it's just it's just a lot. But you can imagine a scenario where a guy. I'm going to bring up the Mike Pence example. The dude, Mike Pence, the old vice president, wouldn't even go into a room with another woman unless his wife was there. Just because he was just worried. And he was like a prominent figure and he just wouldn't do it. And people made fun of him for it. I was like, you guys would kill him if he did that. You would find something. Like, of course he would do that. That's the smart thing to do. Well, I totally get it. I'm not saying I would adopt that mode of being. I know. but But I absolutely understand. You can avoid... Ever having accusations of rape if you're never around a woman by herself? Well, better, more specifically, have extreme. less chances of it. <laughs> so, like, you well, less you're chance never to get accused, just chance to get convicted. If you're never around a girl yeah. by herself, yeah. then you can you can prove it. I'm not saying don't ever be around girls. Yeah. I'm just saying there's there's a modem operando, whatever you say. There's that. a it's a it's the Pareto thing and when it comes to I guess being around girls. This is this is um risk. There's a sweet spot. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be here, and you don't want to be here. There's a sweet spot <laughs> yeah. of of the acceptable amount of risk. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> it's hard to know what that is. And it's not surprising to me that people like Dan Avedan, who are, you know, they're they're dancing around sex talk all the time. So of course, if a scenario ever happened where they were misbehaving, or even looked like they were misbehaving, why someone might take that and run with it and say, "Oh, there you go." You know, He's a good example. Speaking of cynicism or whatever, questioning everything, when you were telling me that story and you mentioned the clip of him with the hot tub, I was thinking, so I wonder who he originally sent that to and who that message belongs to. That was, first, that was my first thought. I was like, so there's a lot of questions. I forgot about that. That was the other thing I was going to bring up. A lot of people, when they watched that, they were like, that would be something he'd send to Aaron. <laughs> because when you watched it... <laughs> When you watched it, it almost had like, okay, I'm not attributing motive, but when you watch that video, like, hey, look at this. It's a two-person hot tub. There's room to fuck in this tub. <laughs> it was said a little it was said a little bit bad. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry Continue. for all the cussing. I'm doing this as an example. <laughs> and I'm upset. Um it's super funny. Yeah. That's like something he'd say to Aaron. <laughs> it is. That's how he jokes. It, yeah. it could be a joke he sent to this girl because she had a good humor. So I, I don't know. They only sent a couple a, screenshots that were just parsed that, out. There's a lot of questions. Who was it to? When was it recorded? How old was the girl he was supposedly saying it to when it was sent? A lot of questions. That was that was when he was. That was four years later. That yeah, was well, included. Timestamp. A lot of questions. I know. I know. The point I'd, again, I'm not defending. No, Dan. no, I'm just. I am just. I am I was in just the general sense. how I was thinking when you were telling the story. Yeah, and and you were right too. I forgot to bring that up. That was a good point. It was it was literally that. Is that he? That's how he talks, <laughs> and he does. That's not to say that he didn't have that motive. Like I'm trying to get sex from this girl. Maybe that was. I'm not talking about his motive. I'm just talking about his actions. And his actions, by all of your rules, are both acceptable 
and in some cases propagated, but not in his case because you're trying to cancel him. No, because he's a guy, and it's it's wrong to be a about wrong to be a guy. There's other things you can do that are evil too. A guy who wants sex, yeah. Being born a male is wrong. Being born white is wrong. Being born straight is wrong. These things that are out of your control, wrong, and you're evil for being born that way. On the other hand, other things that are out of your control are very noble. Things like your chosen sexual orientation. That's just how you are. Anyway, I I I hope you understood the cynicism I was spewing there. I know. I get it. And it's it's a good point. It's not again. We are speaking in generalities. You don't mean to say that all. That's what all people who espouse similar beliefs. Say. I don't think you can see anything about all people. You can't. But I, I know. But yeah, we, we always kind of speak generally, just because we we enjoy we enjoy motifs and narratives and generalities because they make more sense than people being super specific about everything. <sighs> I told you this would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this great? Yeah. Once in a while, I don't actually rant very often. And so I was like, man, I wonder how this is going to go. I've never ranted before. Yeah, we go fine. Do you think it went well? Do you think I ranted good? Oh, it's fine. Decent <laughs> enough. Yeah. You're like, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it was, this was, this was. Not not like, like not like it's over necessarily, but this is more contentious than our normal videos. But it's not like this video is very contentious. Hmm. You know, it's not like it's, I mean, I mean, yeah. common sense. The way things are are jarring to some people. Hmm. Most people, though, most people are not. They just would, know. This, yeah, this is like, like they watch this and they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah that's just yeah, another whatever. way to verbalize what that's we all know." It. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the thing that actually has me upset is the double standard. Uh, the, the the point that I boiled down to those three things: women can use money to achieve those other two things, no problem. In fact, good to whatever extent they want. They can use a little bit of just you know flirty outfits, and we're forced to look at that. By the way, I want to say something out. Oh, if you can remember flirty outfits as a topic, okay. I, I I think I want to talk about that. But but those both of those are the things that you equate equal value <clears throat> well, to. Speaking of, I, before I forget, because I'm all over the place. Sorry, go ahead. Your idea of three types of commodities applies to the I think applies to the idea. I'm thinking this out loud. I haven't thought it through completely, so I might slip up and get canceled for saying something by accident. Whatever. It's called being a human, thinking out loud or thinking. Anyway, We're this out ourselves. Um, I wondered why. Typically, I'd say more more often than not, I should ask you, um, if a girl has a high body count, she's less desirable as a partner. If a guy has a high body count, I think it's less so it affects a girl as, not as much. It's applauded. That's another double standard. A, a what? Applauded? It's applauded. Yeah, guys, guys celebrate if you have a high body okay, count. Well, okay, anyway, my point is, I was like, so where's the... Equality, like no, that's not equality. That's equity. It's saying that they are the same thing. It's what's why is the value not the same? And I think it's in part because a man who has a high body count may have status and wealth. He has other values, but if a female, uh, her value is she has more value placed in her for sex by men. She has less value because she has given up more sex. How, okay, I got it. Have you heard this? Tell me if you've heard this before. A key that opens all locks is a special key, but a lock that opens to all keys is not a special lock. Okay, no, I haven't heard that, but that's yeah. the same thing. That, that's that's there's more to it than that. 
Right. But obviously, but that's, but that's my that favorite. Idea. Okay, so there's that yeah. thing. And so the outfit thing, I was, oh, man, it bothers me. Um, I was told, I think, by someone. I remember who, but it's not important. Uh, I, I said something about why would you wear something like that if you don't want attention? Something like that. Something revealing. And she said, because what, I don't remember what she said exactly. So I'll get to her point. It's not her responsibility for what for where they look. And I was like, okay, I get it. But then my brain went, but you know that they're going to do it. And there's no other reason for you to wear that that way. Yeah. That's you not taking responsibility for your actions. If and, and you can do whatever you want. You can wear whatever you want. Cool. I don't care. But if you, uh, if you don't like a guy looking at you for wearing that, that's on you. Especially because you know they're going to do it. Now... There's more to it than that. I'm missing something very important. I can't remember. Yeah, there's something missing, but, but I know your point. Yeah, sorry. It bothered me when you said it. I was like... It's like, true. Girls aren't, girls aren't stupid. They know that guys look, and they like being looked at. They like the attention. Status. We all like attention. Shoot, if I could get looked at by girls, that'd be nice. Yeah, but we it's would. not as easy. We would, too. We, but we but told- when, they, when, they, when they feign ignorance, yeah. when a guy looks, that's bullshit. Or it's at least ignorant. Sure. Fainting. But it's obviously it's obviously ignorant. Whatever. Okay, and that's not to say that we would do any different. If we were freaking hot, we were shredded <laughs> all the way up and down. Yeah, I'd we wear, would take I'd freaking wear, pictures and put them on Instagram and show our freaking. Well, no, no, I wouldn't say that. But I'd probably wear like more like skin tight clothing or something. I don't know. Maybe I'd like to be appreciated. I would. I, if yeah. I worked hard for a body, yeah. I'd want to show it off. I'm not even and if talking a girl. About, I'm not attracted to looks at me. What the fuck am I supposed to do about it? Accuse her or, some, or say that she's don't look at me. Say she's bothering me. No, yeah. do whatever you want. I yeah. I mean, I whatever. It's we're applying unequal standards to both men and women, trying to quit make them equal. I I it's that's both the point, and I also but, want to acknowledge that it's different. But I want to go jump onto this unless I'm interrupting. <clears throat> go ahead. The idea that men put more women put more value into sex than women do. That's partly because. On average, guys find more girls attractive than girls find guys attractive. For example, guys see uh, 80% of the women as as attractive, whatever that number is. But then women see 80, see like 20%, only 20% of men are attractive, which mm. means somebody's wrong. <laughs> or whatever, there's a math that shows like this is impossible. The point is... Men value women more than men, women value the way men look. As far as appearance and yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. As far as, as, far as like, the sex value goes. I really think it is something like men and women both want money. Men want sex more than women do. Women want status more than men do. Which is why marriage was a really good system. It was a great balance. It, 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 it balanced both, all both that parties out. got something that they wanted. Men had their literally their main... As far as those three commodities go, we're speaking very rudimentally and crude. Very, very generally. Very basically... But when it came to marriage, men got constant access to the bedroom. They got other things. They had someone to take care of the family and they're strong, you know, all that good stuff. But yeah. they had that. And women had uh, someone who could pay for things and who would generally, generally, like back then, I mean, like, I meant like yeah. marriage, like that traditional, traditional we're going to call yeah. that. Men got some, women got something, and then they had an awesome unit and like mutual crap today culture is so different that that system doesn't make sense to me so men and women both have access to money just as much if anything actually women are making more on average than men are today more women are graduating more today so women now let me go on women don't need money from men 
they would like to take it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like free money if I could take it from somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, but they still have, they still have sex, and they'll sell that. And I, I mean, like literally, they'll sell it. They'll take like pictures of themselves and they'll sell it. Yeah. And then, yeah. So now, and also the other big difference is. It was uh, men were shamed for having premarital sex or sex outside of marriage, and they were incentivized to get married. Now, anybody can have sex with anybody. Men have they've lost their main reason to get married, as far as the three top commodities go. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to gain out of marriage. Generally, from, through those three commodities, yeah, generally, it doesn't make as much sense as it did with the way culture was. Okay, end of that rant. Now you can go for a while. I want to circle back to. Revealing outfits. Okay. I have, this is me talking about my personal opinions and feelings about it. There's, there's something I know why conservative people are like, girls shouldn't wear bikinis. It's blah, blah, blah for men, blah, blah, blah. I don't espouse that opinion. I think it's stupid. I think if you work hard for your body and you want to show it off. Okay. I say do whatever you want for the most part. Just do it. All things for the most part. Guys and girls, if you work for that body, Show it off. If, yeah. If it's legal and if it's not oh absurd. Like if you're if your you know, penis cleavage is out, I'm probably gonna be a little like upset at you. Same goes for a girl. Uh, but if two other the, topics I want to talk about, I won't interrupt. I know, don't I'm interrupt you. I'm just thinking of so much stuff. My problem comes strictly when girls try to they start monetizing it and then they propagate just gross incestuous cultures in the in the like porn. For example, I, d- I don't like the idea of it. I'm an absorber of it. I, j- I just don't like it. And I wish I wasn't. And I'm going to not be seen. I, I, but uh, the, the point of that is to say there's something gross about the idea that it's empowering to women to take their clothes off and have sex with guys to be the material of which will be sold to a company owned by guys. Selling you profit it, off of your video when they yeah, give you a contract. For, some reason, you, sell, for some reason, selling yourself is is good for some good. reason. It doesn't make any sense. Devalues. Yeah, whatever. It's gross. So you said something about if you worked hard for your body, feel free to show off. I said, unless you're a woman, uh, if you are an attractive woman posing for like a magazine, then that's body shaming. But if you're an attractive man posing for a magazine, then that's okay. If, you, if you're telling overweight women that they're overweight that's bad if you're telling overweight men that they're overweight that's okay yeah there's something um, there. there's more double standards i don't really care about lingering on all the crazy double standards the fact I do. is that <laughs> i know there's so many there's so but many. there was something else you said and i ah, i can't the remember. problem i actually do want to boil it down because everybody can point out the double standards that's the easy job i'm trying to boil it True. down to why so what are the formulaic problems with these principles in and comparing them to the best one I found yet, which is biblical principles. That's the best one I found. So that's what I'm going to compare it to. The idea that the cultural standards that we all are supposed to uphold in order to be allowed in this culture produce this many inequi- like inequalities and this many disparities of, of people's success and people and propagating these toxic things while putting down these things that maybe we should keep around. You know, there's just, there's so many problems with, the culture. Why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we at least test out some other ideas? Maybe some really old ones that worked for a long time. You know, I get what you're saying, but then I tend to be more 
cautious or standoffish because it's kind of goes under that role of passing judgment. Who am I to, to propose? Hey, we should change our, our core principles as a society. Now I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I like challenging them. That sounds like fun, but, but I, 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 I like what you said though, too, pointing out the double standards is the easy part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Um, I don't, and I want to question them. I don't think I want to personally, not saying you shouldn't, I mm-hmm. personally don't want to question them down to the part of basic values for humans. Yeah. I'm, which is maybe there's a problem there. It's I'll hard. on one level at a time. Uh, I'm trying to. So the only reason I, I want to bring up just briefly, I'm so against the idea of double standards that even in myself, when I recognize there is one, I want to bring it up. That's why I brought up the whole porn thing when I was talking about how shitty it is yeah. that I myself have taken part in it. It's like, yeah, I recognize my part in propagating it. So it's like, I'm not saying that I'm perfect in this either. I'm not just criticizing these things from the outside, like oh, right, I'm right. above these things. I'm saying yeah. it's a gross system and we should do something about it. Yeah. If it was up to me, we would, it was, it would just be, I got to start with me first. I, I recognize that. Um, but yeah, that whole idea that, I don't know. I just, there's, it's gross thinking about that example too. If for a lot of reasons, it's just gross. They're all gross. I think I had a thought, but I don't think I want to get into it. I, there's so many other topics. Ugh. I know. Hey, there's I have, a lot I have of problems. I've have have got so many problems. We're gonna have all these problems. Whatever he says, (laughs) we got all these problems. Well, we still got all these problems. I think that's what it was. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is that? I had the the bump by accident. Here it is. What is it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? It's Tron. Am I still to create the perfect system? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put that one on there. Anyway, I have a question. Uh, okay. I have to go pee. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. And you just I'm just going to, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to play piano. Let me, let me pick this. I'm just going to, it'll just be piano for a little while, guys. I'll put the P in the piano. Yeah. I'm going to just do this. Let's see. Let's go. Keyboard. I don't know if I like that sound. Let's go to a different one. There's so many different ones here. It's like more difficult to... Well, I like that one. back oh yeah hi i'm I'm already like feeling way more calm sitting down oh good job i couldn't hear any of what you said or or playing but i trust you well it's not like i'm playing a calm thing i was like most of the time it was just me looking around for yourself there was something about just being quiet for a minute i was getting really hot you're welcome yeah thanks for peeing um no problem anytime well most times um i assume you're i mean you won't we're drinking a lot of alcohol but water and stuff in total so I was prepared to pee. I was like, I'm not going to hold it for how long. I'm just keep drinking. Yeah. I do wish there was more whiskey down here. I finished mine really quick. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I mean, just, you could go get it if you really wanted to. I'm not going to drink any more than that, I don't think. I say that a lot. I'm not going to drink anymore. Um, 
I won't unless you do, but there's more to be talked about, so I'll wait. I don't. Well, I have an idea for a talking point. It's not not something I'm excited about, though. So unless you have something, I'm just going to go on with what I was thinking. You're not excited about it? No, because I haven't thought about thought it through very well or anything, and I I know I've talked about it before. Nothing. No, tell me what okay. it is. We maybe maybe it'll spark something. Um. Yeah. So I was thinking about. I was talking about the prayer distribution. Mm-hmm. What was this distribution of? I said the sweet spot of risk. Risk. Thank you. It's really hard to find out what that is. I talked before about consent. Um, so bitches don't like consent. It's not hot at all. Yeah, you have talked about but, that. But that that that's a risk calculation. I get consent a lot, as in I make sure... Because of the risk factor. So that's all. I was just thinking about like, yeah, just, yeah. It, yeah. You have to change your behavior based on how the culture is. Like yeah. whatever. I'm, I've said this before in a podcast, like even to the point where it's obvious they, they've, they've given you, mm-hmm. they obviously want to, but you still have to, I, I still insist on hearing it verbally and killing the mood. You know what I mean? But yeah. Anyway. Well, I do think it is time for a less volatile topic just because my spirit is tired of oh, that. I thought we were going to talk about this for a while. No, let's keep talking about it. I just think that what I, if I get hot again, just calm me down because okay. that was like that was I, good I, t- I had to take my, my muffs off, but that's mostly because of the whiskey, not because of the topic. My ears were getting hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The whiskey got, got the heat to your ears. Yeah. It, ma- it makes my face warm. You do look like you have a warm face right now. Thanks. Yeah, it tends to make my people face tell me that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> say me have a warm, a warm face. Yeah, which is a weird way because usually people say you have a warm smile. No, I just have a warm. You have a warm face. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. You said you wanted a different topic. We can talk about the parade distribution of risk. Oh no, no, just, not that. I thought we're still talking about not double standards, but I guess dating culture. What it was that we're talking about? If we do. I don't want to. I think all the points were made. We pointed out right, right, good right. examples of double standards. There are many. We could have done more, but I don't. It's not yeah, point two. It. it would be really nice to dissect. We could dis- dissect it more, but I would have to just. I just keep having to compare it to the standard, which is the biblical one. That's the only good one that I know. Are you saying we've hit a dead end? No, no. I just mean it's. I don't. If we just keep talking about the flaws of the cultural standard. We would, we would just go, go in go circles. circles, yeah. And I don't want to do that because we've, I've expressed my anger at it. That was well, the point of this. Sounds like we've hit a dead end. No, it's not. But it sounds like you're done with it. I just examining it on that level. I want to examine it on a different level potentially. Okay, what do you want to examine it on? Well, I talked about it briefly, but the idea that there's a better standard to adhere to. How does a culture change? I don't know, like. I'd have to think it would start. How do you change culture? Is the is the question more or less? I would think that you'd have to start locally because that's really everything starts locally. That's funny that you say that because my first thought is, well, you need a big thing to happen like World War Three. You see, that's <laughs> but, what, that's but one maybe thing. I'm wrong. Maybe uh, I, mean, I like that idea too. Start small versus hit a meteor on the Earth. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> we just hit this from different ends. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, the macro. Well. I think I think there is two ways, and one would be the macro way, and the, but that one 
that one implies that you would have to basically destroy the current structure. And I'm, I'm not necessarily for that because it works fine. It doesn't work good. But it's the best structure we've had. Or what would you say that? It's fine. That's what I would say. Well, we're, we, are, we, have, the be- we have the best culture economy in some ways. I, the we've economy. Had- I'm talking about the culture. It's like a gross culture right now. It just feels gross. It doesn't feel very honorable. It doesn't feel like something you can take pride in. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any cultures that you were like, they should be proud? Hmm. Well. There's many examples for different reasons, including our own. I don't know a lot about a lot of cultures, but I feel like, but this is probably because I live in this one. I thought the one in uh, biblical times was way too harsh. Yeah. Like, damn, how do you even survive in that culture? Yeah. Um, So something in between would be good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't you don't get your hand cut off for stealing, but they'll smack you and go, next time we'll cut your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's happy medium. It's right in the middle. <laughs> you know we're gonna cut it off. You keep that up, you guys. Oh fine, I'll stop. All right, we're gonna cut your hand off next time. It's funny. No, I get it. There's- What's ironic is despite all... Yeah, I, I kind of made this point. Despite all of our information, there's so much misinformation. What I was thinking is, despite all of our technological advances like cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. despite having so much more evidence or material that we could use for things, as opposed to like if you watch like Sherlock Holmes type stuff, it's like how there would be no mysteries today in today's world with technology tracking everything, computers and cameras. Despite all that we have, we will still... Put all that aside and pass judgment without those things. Yeah. What's crazy is there's something there's something about ignorance. Okay, so malevolence is is this thing, and people who are malevolent can get behind it. But what's sad is that like ignorant people do too a lot. Like most of the time, malevolent people don't need millions upon millions of malevolent people to ruin a person's life. It's usually a few malevolent people talking a bunch of ignorant people into whatever their malevolent plan is. And it's really easy to do that when you're ignorant because that just means you'll follow people. That just means you're a blind follower. Mm-hmm. You just follow the masses. So there, it's, I mean, you can kill, go on preaching the same thing to people. Hey, be cynical is what you said. Um, be educated. Be, become a strong individual. You can say all those things. But the fact that everybody's ignorant and that a few people are malevolent. I don't even think it's that many people are malevolent. I think one or you know maybe I think there's a five lot of, to ten I actually, people. I actually, as a cynical person, think there are a lot of malevolent people. Now, I wouldn't say necessarily that most of the people in a mob are malevolent, but a lot of them are malevolent. Um, they get yeah. they get high on destroying somebody else, whatever that malevolence is. I think even, there's a lot of people like sure. That. Even well, getting high on malevolence is something that ignorant people can do too. Just the high on the righteousness that the the false righteousness you get when you've corrected something, and that's just based on what ignorant, what malevolent people have told you. I feel like because in the example, of, I'm going to bring up the Dan example again. One, one, maybe one to ten writers wrote this article, hit piece a while ago, and then ha- rehashed it out once the girl. Gave him this video. And I'm going to include her in this group of malevolent people here because she's obviously out for something, either attention or revenge or something. And maybe she's warranted to. Again, not defending Dan. But the fact that this this article was written 
so pointed, like so so. Um, it was malicious because it said it was. things that weren't true. It, well, it's. I think it did actually. I think it did say things that weren't true because it In print that's called libel. I wish I had that button. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think it said a whole bunch of things. It said a couple things that were true, a whole bunch of inferences that were biased. They were based on biases or biases, whatever you'd say. And then I think there were a couple outright lies. But but in there, you just need a couple nuggets of truth. You need just a little bit of brownie to make poop taste like brownie still. <laughs> you just need some brownie, and it's poop, but it's also brownie. I, I get I that, know. but at the same time, uh, again, as a cynical person, I believe you don't need any truth to anything. You can I could write a completely fake article and someone absolutely will, someone would believe it. No problem. Yeah. No the, problem. Sure. No problem. We have no problem just accepting what's presented to us I'm, every day, all the time. Yeah. I'm especially, t- I'm really talking especially about the people who are manipulative and who will take nuggets of truth to convince people like me that this person that you enjoy is a bad person. And it's true because everybody's bad people, but it's not what you say. You know, it's like, it's like there's just levels to this. And it's like, I, f- I felt like I got force fed something. And then when I regurgitated it up, it was not good for me. I was like, ah, oh, just, just felt it made me feel gross. Made me feel mind molested when I read that. And then when I learned the truth, I was like, I, I, my four analogy, years later, my analogy, you presented a meal to eat because you're going to a buffet, which is our information. You get this, you get this platter. Oh, featuring Dan, my fa- one of my favorites uh-huh. on this on this entree. And you're like, oh, what did they do to this entree? This is a horrible entree, Dan. Why would you be in this entree? This is bad. Sure. And so you, so instead of just eating it because it has Dan on it, okay, well, I guess I'll eat it. Mm. You picked it apart. You picked at your food. Like you, you thought about what you're eating, mm. and you went. That's not Dan in the, mm-hmm. in the in the on the entree. That's interesting. Yeah, I like right. that analogy. Yeah, there's a lot of things. But what scares me? Here's something that actually legit scares me. I said legit, kind of unironically. Uh, I'm actually really scared at how many other things that I've just not done due diligence on, and that I was convinced of something, and maybe have ruined somebody's life just for believing. Or interesting. Not even that I've con- not even that I no, was the responsible. Thought. I'm just trying to be diligent here. Like how many times did I just assume something and join the mobs of people who just were like, this is what truth is. Blah, blah, I was, blah, I, including not including Christians like churches too. I'm not even, I, I I'm talking about anybody who has espoused a biased or dogmatic opinion about something. And I was just ignorant and not willing to do due diligence on. And so I took their word for it because they were kernels of truth. Yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking specifically about um, how might me just blatantly or how many situations have I assumed the worst about somebody Mm -hmm. and then even, even though I may not have acted on it, passed it false, passed false judgment onto somebody. Mm hmm. But yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. What's and that also, oh man. I was actually when I read that story, I thought about you too. I was really I was like, man, if that can happen to him, it can happen to anybody. Maybe you want to come to your house and just be like, watch out for bitches. Yeah. Because they'll get you. Don't don't mess around with them, okay? 
Yeah, that you'd have just enough fans. You it, got it happened mil- to a it happened to a YouTuber that I like, Angry Joe Show. I don't know if you know him. Does video game reviews and now movie reviews. It happened to him. He got there was a uh, it wasn't a hit piece. It was an article. It was a post by a girl that he had met claiming or claiming she had met him and that he had sexually assaulted her or something. Um, which fortunately was dismissed very quickly by him with something showing that he wasn't there on the day that she said that he was, whatever, all this, like, mm-hmm. obviously not true. This is literally just made up. But it, it got very heated really quickly on the internet before he went showed this, like, look. Yeah. Same thing happened to Justin Bieber in an example where she claimed to have been whatever, and then he had a picture of her seat showing he wasn't there at that time. Like, just just made up. Mm-hmm. Because what's to stop you from making this up? Nothing. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no penalty. You can ruin somebody's life, some guy's life. He goes to jail or gets proved innocent, and then it turns out it's not true, and you can be fine. I know. I, I a wish lot of people penal- say that the, the uh, penalty should be put back on the person perpetrating, which I think is fair, but like it's more fair, right? Maybe I not the, mo- the maybe not the most fair, but more not, fair we right. have, which is no justice. But uh, imagine there. Were, not, this is this is not in the realm of the things I want to talk about. But imagine a world with consequences. <laughs> we don't want that world uh, yeah no i just because okay i was about to open worms not no. open a can of worms just start i was about to start opening worms which is gross and probably not going to get us anywhere i think that you was just maybe not maybe you just said something you didn't mean to say and you just went with it <sighs> okay my favorite life lesson something that has stuck with me for years something my dad told me everybody poops Yep, that one, and then second to that was... No. Everything in moderation, including moderation? That's good, but that that's, that's my your, second that's your favorite dad. lesson. That's your dad who said that. He, yes, and he, I don't know where he got it. He got it from somewhere, probably. But but he's when I on my 13th birthday, he gathered together, my mom and dad gathered together, a bunch of men, adults in my life, and they all wrote me letters, yes. and they were each given a character trait, a character, just a, what would you call that? Virtues? Virtue. And my dad wrote about mercy mm-hmm. and he said, I'm the, I chose to write about mercy because I've had to receive so much in my life. And I feel like I'm the best one to tell you about this. He basically said, pick this first because you don't know when you're going to need it yourself. And maybe that's a lesson that's been repeated a thousand times, but I, but he, it was so genuine coming from him that it just mm-hmm. has always stuck with me. Like I, I apply it to stupid OCD things in my life. Like, okay, someone cuts me off in the lane. Pick mercy first instead of screaming at him and honking at him. Now, I'm not perfect about it, but it's like mm-hmm. everything I do now is because I'm so paranoid and in recognition that I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to just mess up. And I'm going to hope that someone's merciful to me when that happens. And I mean, that'd be a good thing for everyone to adopt. I mean, you can imagine... <sighs> you can imagine these the people who are these malevolent people who are out to get people and ruin their lives for things they've done in the past. I want to, if they were, if they were that person who they did that to someone else and it got done to them, what would they think? I think mercy is power. And I think the movie uh, Schindler's list explained that pretty well. I was just seeing where the protagonist has explained the antagonist that he shouldn't kill somebody. Uh, I'm trying to do it with as many details, details as aren't necessary. But this bad guy just kills whoever he wants, and the protagonist is trying to tell him, no, if you... He tells a story. If you know somebody is deserving of punishment and you choose to spare them, that's power. Yeah. 
And I'm like, yes, that's mercy. Um, mercy is like the ultimate form of power. It's power over them and power over yourself. It's not because mm-hmm. you're better. It's because you're not subject to revenge or, 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 or even justice. You're above it. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, not a lot of us, mercy is uh, not easy. Yeah. Not the first thing we'll go to. Anyway, I think that's really cool what your dad said. Me too. And that is not to disregard the importance and the goodness of justice. I'm necessity okay, so of justice. Necessity, yes. So justice, if it is an inherent good, which I believe it is, true justice, fairness and equality, it's like this is all good. Then mercy is all good in greater quantity, is what I think. And maybe so that would just mean this is just a, just a glass full of goodness, and this is this is justice, and this is the same good in mercy. It's just a bigger glass. It's it's just better. It beats it. If you can pick one over the other, then do. If you can, and in some places when you are a judge, when you're put in a position where your job is to enact justice, that might not be the best thing for you to do because you've you've got a prior commitment to uphold that justice. Or to uphold judgment and to, to, to right, but like if the the victim or the family wanted to show you mercy or something, you know, right? right where it's to, where it's theirs to give. The most powerful know. moments in every story are the moments. Okay, I'm thinking about the movie Fury. You know, the end of Fury. Spoiler alert! I've seen it once. Fury's movie. All this Americans are the in a tank, tank squadron. Yep, they get their tank broken down, and then they get attacked by a huge group of Nazis. Mm. Everybody dies except for one man. And one man, his his last resort That's to try right. to live is he digs underneath the tank. This is spoilers again. I remember this now. He digs underneath the tank and he hides himself under there. And a German shoulder, soldier walks up and he turns a flashlight on and he looks underneath the tank and he sees the one living man there. And the best part of that movie, it's the most powerful part, is mm. that this guy looks him straight in the eye. And then looks around to see if anybody is looking at him, looking under there. And then he turns his flashlight off and walks away without saying anything. Yep. Actually, I think he smiles. I, I don't think it was a mercy thing. From what I remember, I haven't seen it in a long time. I thought it was more of a humorous thing. Like, huh, I don't even have to worry about him. He doesn't smile. Okay, cool. It's, yeah. it's him looking. It's, what's, it's a beautiful motif in that movie because this whole time, this character who's hiding underneath the tank was afraid to take another life. He wouldn't do it. He was put in scenarios where he could have saved his own men. Yeah. If he took a, if he took the life of a boy, he was going to bomb one of their men. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't shoot this boy. Mm-hmm. And so it came to a part where his commander brought over a Nazi and said, kill yeah, this I one. That. And he would not do it. Yeah. I think eventually he did, but it broke him to do it. Yeah. So in the end of the movie, he's looking in this German soldier's eyes and he sees he the shoulder same again. What did I say? German shoulder. Soldier. Shoulder, you said again. You know what I mean. German soldier looks underneath this tank. And what's bizarre is there's something about the way that it's shot that reminds me of this scene when he's facing the German soldier and he won't kill him. Say it again. But you said soldier. Do you sure you want more whiskey? My point is... Anyway, there was something about the way it was shot that it was like a motif that ran through. Some soldiers, they, they are not willing to take a life. They think that life is more valuable. And that's it. Th- I thought it was a beautiful way to end that movie. No, that's cool. It reminded me of, um, there's a cinematic in the beginning of Battlefield 1, I think, where two soldiers on the opposite opposing sides charge each other, and then they just they had their rifles up, and just they both hesitate. And then they eventually just they put them down and just look at each other. Like, and they're just like exhausted. They just don't want to be here. They don't want to do this. They don't want to kill anybody. And then yeah. there's war going on around them. 
It's like a sad, sombering human moment, mm-hmm. but that's that's more powerful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's literally taking the ownership and the pain of the judgment on yourself when you're the one who offers mercy. Yeah, that's the other it's cool badass. thing about it. It's like the thing that would offer you recompense is to enact judgment. For you to absorb that and give freely means you win. You can. There's been there's been scenarios where people have felt guilt by enacting justice, and it was in fairness. But when they knew that they were capable of offering mercy, and I, that's why I think it's more powerful. And that's another biblical principle. In any event, a culture that was uh, predicated on justice and mercy, and mercy first, most in freedom. Freedom to freedom but. to worship was freedom to assemble was actually the reason that they immigrants came to America. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that'd be an interesting thought exercise. How much of the cancel culture would you attribute to the very nature of the of the culture that America founded? Because it was it was predicated. It said it was predicated on freedom and justice and on these things, and it didn't say anything about mercy, if I recall. It said, "No, we're a just country, justice." That's what it said. And so maybe maybe there's something in people's minds when they're raised up in this culture that prides itself on its ability to enact justice that it says this is a this is a worthy thing to do. I I don't know what role the in the creation of America played in in that in individuals who were born here, but maybe some fault is to be attributed there. There were better things to build there were better things to build their nation on. I've actually talked, I think I've talked to friends about that before when I was talking about um, happiness, the whole country's trying to be happy. And my, you know, a lot of people's theory is that it's because it says it in the constitution of, you know, freedom to, to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And it's like, well, those are the three things that you want us to pursue. Then that's what as a culture and as a country we've chosen to do. And now a bunch of people are just trying to be happy when that's not a thing that you can always achieve. And so maybe there's a better thing you should go for. It might have perhaps been better for America to have been founded on the principles of freedom and justice and the pursuit of character, the pursuit of integrity. Meaning, purpose. It's pursuit of purpose. Yeah, we could, I don't know if we talked about it before, but that's definitely a topic for another time. Like mm-hmm. meaning versus happiness. Basically, you'd call it that and just take, take, take into that. That'd be nice. That that's probably a better way to describe it. Yeah, but I think we pursuit of meaning. <laughs> that's cool. Pursuit of character is good too. I think we dis- decimated. And that's not the right one. <sighs> what are you trying to say? Finished. I think we finished the topic, and we kind of went into this little other other topic for another like twenty minutes. But yeah, you got more you want to say. I don't you think seem, it's necessary. You seem cooled down now. Yeah, I, do, I feel a lot better. Yeah. I didn't think that... I actually thought that the rant would make me feel better. And I think <laughs> the rant made me mad. It and made then, you charged again. Yeah, and dissipated yeah. is the word I was looking for. Or did I say decimated? It was dissipated. It's The topic sort topic of floated been, away from no, us. No, it's, it's become mist. It's, it's, it's no more. <laughs> you, can't, you can't smack it anymore. Yeah. It's not tangible. We can't tear into it. So we could, it but dis- we beat it. It's a dead horse. Kind of, yeah. I hope that our audience isn't exhausted with it. I hope it. our audience isn't a dead horse now. Yeah, I hope we didn't. Yeah. We'd have to make soap. 
We need to have um, we need to do more fun games at some point. Whether we do it now yeah, or another time, shoot, we do because need to, we do have games because I didn't have any clippable moments from our last po- podcast. Oh, we suck. Well, oh. all of our they were great jokes in it, but they were they were all like motifs from earlier in the podcast. They were like <gasps> like retelling of jokes that we set up early in the podcast. <laughs> and there's no way to cut that down yeah. into a minute. And I want to I want more TikTok highlights so I can get clout on TikTok. So that I can put this rant on there commercialize and commercialize it and package it in little in little bundles and sell them. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to market us. Oh my gosh, I just want people to listen. Yeah, we're Never trying listen. to we're trying to receive one of those three <laughs> commodities we talk uh, about. We're trying to receive either status, money, or sex from the listening show. <laughs> the listening show, sex. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, not right now, but no. Maybe later. That's uh, so dumb. All right, close it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. Uh, sorry for cussing a lot. I'm not. I I hope that. I'm too old. I hope that people weren't left with a better taste at my bed. Yeah, I hope you guys aren't bummed. I, 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 I'm okay. Hopefully you guys are okay. Too, I'm okay, too, thing. just so we know. I'm. Yeah. I ex- what I did is I don't think I you ever sweat ex- it out. That's what you did. Yeah, I never yeah. expressed bitterness about this stuff. Yeah. We kind of maybe talk about it casually, but I yeah. never actually. Oh, like, to be honest, it out. we didn't go into it that hard. <laughs> we just gave it a good little thrash. And like, okay, yeah, that's yeah, all it was. We whipped creamed it. Whipped, whipped creamed. All right. Well, thank, thank you, guys you for bearing for listening. with me. Yeah, thank you for listening, and I guess we'll see you next time. I'll have an outro. Love so. you a million. <laughs>